Hello everyone, welcome to What is Covenants? Specialized Pastoral Care Services, Christian Counseling Ministry with Carolyn Barnett. Did I do that well, Carolyn? Mm -hmm. Carolyn Barnett and mine's easy, Dave. You don't have to add the clay. It's like what was a prince that kind of, or Madonna, or whoever it was, yeah. you just go to that one, one name, word. or yay, right, Kanye? Oh, just yeah. yay. Now, I'll just go by Dave, and Dave. Sound like a Muppet show, doesn't it? And Dave. <laughs> well, at least yours is easy to pronounce. I get all kinds of mispronunciations. Carolyn, are Muppets animals? Hmm. I've often thought that. Those are the kind of thoughts that go through my mind. <laughs> Well, so there's a bear, there's a frog, there's a pig, so I'm assuming they're supposed to represent animals. Well, it's questionable, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, sometimes. I've even watched the Ed Sullivan show where I think, who, Jim Henson. Oh, yeah. Premiered. They don't think they were called the Muppets at the time. But kind of cringy, yeah. crazy uh, kind of stuff. But anyhow, couldn't tell. So here's my question. Okay. Do you think animals have souls? Ooh. I just read an article about that last week as I was preparing our Covenants Facebook page, which you should definitely check out. And it was National Dog Day. Mm. And so I read an article about that. And there, did you know that there is a somewhat of a controversy there's a big divide on mm -hmm. people that believe that or not so if you're asking my opinion whew, I would say no yes <laughs> <laughs> however there are people that there's a strong argument when I was reading that article I was like hmm I never thought about that then, so there's a strong argument for it but I'm going to have to say no then may I ask this question Okay. do you think animals have the spirit of God well which may indeed be different than a soul that was my next question is would you have to have a soul for them to have the spirit of God so that kind of predisposes that. Um, do I think they have the spirit of God? Well, it's interesting. You know, he created animals before he created man. I mean, if we're going to go there, I guess maybe I need to ask, what do you consider the spirit of God? Oh, anything that's living. So, animals would have the spirit of God. And living in harmony, I would think, with the world There's around them. There's lots of scriptures. In peace, that... the way that God ordered it, the way that he structured it, the way that he intended it. Okay. See, I, Can go I ahead. say one more thing? There's sure. that one scripture, and I can't think of where it's at in Romans, where it says all of creation, mm -hmm. including Most. animals, are, um, does it say groaning? They're yes, reconciliation. For things to be right again, so mm -hmm. that that tells me there's something even the even you know tree even uh, non animals you know anything created is looking for that. So if they're looking for that reconciliation, then they have then there's some concept of um, God in that. So see, I think that's the thing that separates <laughs> humans difficult. from animals mm -hmm. is we have a soul. Mm -hmm which may or may not be to our complement because it always seems to get us in trouble and it's what God needed to send Jesus 
and what Jesus had to go through, experience, what God's experienced to redeem us. There must be, again, some advantage. It must be adaptively advantageous to have a soul because we're at the top of everything. But it could also be that the thing that puts us at the top of everything could also be the thing that in being at the top of everything, we could become in that then the ultimate end of everything. And, and I think that's the existential crisis we're in in today's culture. I don't want to necessarily go that much in that direction mm -hmm. other than to say this, that the human soul, I said that last podcast, I didn't think we came from animals, talk about evolution. Right. And I don't think that's true, but I think the same stuff of animals, the same stuff God used in animals, he used in us. And, and why would that parsimony? Simplicity? That was okay, the last one. Right. Why would that be strange, right? Mm -hmm. Because why would he create something completely different if we're all material beings and we're all designed to live in one accord, animals, nature, plants? I mean, it just makes sense. It starts with one. And multi That's why I don't know that I'm entirely dismissive of the premise of evolution, except that it comes to some conclusion that we have gotten to that place without God's intention or direction. Mm -hmm. But the reason I asked that question and then kind of presented a bit in this way, whether an animal has a soul or not, it certainly has a spirit of God and we're intentioned even as with animals, plants, mm -hmm. all that God created to live in harmony. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be the hallmark of even when Jesus comes again, it's going to be peace reestablished. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the way, if there is such a thing as evolution or there's a bit of an evolving in that way that I've tried to define it operationally, it does seem like that if that's the only thing that separates us from animals and maybe the rest of the natural world is that sense of soul, awareness, perception, all those things that put us at the top of that hierarchy of God's creation, and as I said earlier, could be ultimately the centerpiece, I don't know how to describe that, mm -hmm. the, the primary way that it all could be destroyed is through us because we have all power mm -hmm. on earth. And that's true. Mm -hmm. Even the devil has power over the earth. And therein sets up everything in the Bible that goes good and evil. But what if evolution, or at least there's a bit of that principle that's true, what would it look like if it were to go the opposite way? If we were to devolve rather than evolve? or rather than moving toward the end as God intentioned it, we would then be moving toward an end. And last podcast too, you know, it's hard, right? Because God intentioned it all. But we know in choice, there has to be some power that we have. It's really a mystery, I think is what I call it. It's really tough to always understand that. But what if we, you know, I asked that question too a few podcasts ago, is, is there an angel of death? And you said? Yes. Yes. And I agreed. And we kind of speculated what that meant. I think we mm -hmm. were in Jeremiah at the time, or maybe it was Isaiah. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But what if we become the angel of death? At least if we don't follow God's plan, if we don't accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, mm -hmm. what if we then bring death to everything? Not only our own self-destruction, mm -hmm. but 
because we're put in that position of priority as far as God saw it, the highest order on earth, mm-hmm. believing there's multiple dimensions, many houses, mm-hmm. many mansions. But what if we then put death primary first and foremost, or if not calling it or describing it just as death, labeling it just as death, the survival, and that's the other part of evolution I don't like, is that he got it all wrong. It's not survival of the fittest in the sense of a material. It's survival of the fittest in the sense of the spiritual and eternal. But the fittest is those that are one in the Lord, not only spirit, but if we have soul as unique and different, then we're, again, moaning and groaning for reconciled. We're reconciled unto God in Jesus Christ. But that notion, though, is what if putting death first and foremost our preoccupation with it, our fatalism, our morbidity, as, as it's called. What if that curse then results in us destroying everything? Can't destroy God. But everything that otherwise might seem godly, we can make a mess of it. Hmm. I, I had to absorb a lot of that because that's very interesting that I think I'm going to say I agree with you and I even made a comment yesterday to somebody at church about that <laughs> if I if I follow where you're going and I said something about it's going to lead to death anyway and then as soon as I said it I was like well as Christians that's not it's not what I meant shouldn't be our standard right but I, I was you know referring to there has to be you know, Christ is going to return to restore. You mentioned reconciliation. So there has to be a leading away from that. And I'm not talking necessarily about Christians, but there has to be the separation so that he can restore. If there's not a division, then there's no reconciliation. So I, you know, when I said that about going to death, you know, he kind of looked at me <laughs> and I was like, well, I, I that's, not exactly what I meant, but I was meaning that we have to go, the world, people, humanity will go that direction, but that's not where it's going to end. Christ is going to come back. Well, it's, yes. But I'm not sure that I'm, fo- I'm not sure that that's oh, no, what it's you per- meant. Everything's perfect, <laughs> right? Everything is complete in the yeah. spirit. So there's Charles Darwin and Galapagos Islands. Is that where mm-hmm. he did most of his studies? Yeah. And then there's John the Revelator on Patmos. And I don't think those are anywhere near each other, are they? But they're two islands. <laughs> you know, have these great person. lofty ideas. And then I realize, you know, I'm like 50,000 feet up. And I don't even know where Patmos and Galapagos are, you know, on the geographical yeah. global spectrum. Get out our Bible maps. <laughs> yes. We'll have to get that out for our podcast listeners. Or yeah. Get the, those out and tell our podcast listeners if there's any commonality there. I don't think so, though. And it really doesn't matter for the sake of our conversation. But there's two individuals with two completely different interpretations left in somewhat otherwise very remote sort of wilderness experiences. Charles Darwin could not be described as anything but an atheist. Therein, anything that he spoke of or he came up with, it starts with a a bad premise. So, you know, I understand why people don't like evolution. 
or at least the concept or survival of the fittest in that context. It's humanistic. It's mm-hmm. out of the soul dimension, not godly, right. human. And everything with humanity does end in death. So mm-hmm. that is the standard. Right. Humanism will kill you. Right. It, it's death. God doesn't kill you. Your humanism, your, that perspective, mm-hmm. death being the standard is what kills you. And we're going to kill everything else that we can until Jesus comes again. Right. But God won't let that happen. But until spontaneous iteration, what do they call that? I'll have to think about that. That's where things come back again, even if we think they're extinct. So anyhow, this idea, though, that God would give us that power, but if he gave us that power over life and death, Mm -hmm. and if there is a death angel, then we may indeed be not only it, if we're of our fathers the devil, or their fathers the devil, I won't say ours because ours is God, but Jesus was speaking to you're of your father the devil. Right. But if we're of that persuasion, the humanistic persuasion, then we would be part of that. Mm-hmm. Now, is it an individual? Maybe one. I know it's Satan, the devil, Lucifer. He was the first. He had power and dominion, like I, as I'm describing. So again, this is real parsimony. It's real simplistic in the mm-hmm. sense that we're just tying it all together. That gets complex, mm-hmm. the pieces of it. But if we're going to do the things that the devil did, if we're going to follow the same course and path, if that's what he convinces us of or persuades us when it comes to that most critical moment Mm -hmm. of accepting or rejecting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in a conscious, considered way, Mm -hmm. where we are at an age of accountability, reasoning, and awareness, then we're going to get what we choose. Yeah. And I know there is eternal dimensions to hell. There's spiritual dimensions to hell. But there's a physical dimension. And we're seeing the manifestation of that because everything in this world is moaning and groaning and turning itself toward death. And, unfortunately, if there is a death angel, we may be it. And even as we were speculating Mm -hmm. in previous podcasts... On what that was in Jeremiah, I believe it was, might have been Isaiah. But that notion, though, is we've become part of that if we are humanistically oriented, if we've mm-hmm. rejected Jesus, yeah. we are the death angel. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least we're part of that movement. Mm-hmm. And that's hard at first for me to accept because I want it to be a singular thing. Mm-hmm. I want it to be Lucifer himself. It's easier, right? There's the devil. I want to stay away from him. There's the devil. I want to put him under my feet. There's the devil. I want to crush his head. There's the devil. I don't want to listen to him. There's the devil. If I'm going to fight, I want to fight him. But the problem is, (laughs) if we don't understand what I've tried to capture on the podcast today, we are of the devil. And then you're fighting against each other. And when you're fighting against the other, that's what you were talking about in church yesterday. Mm -hmm. There's division. Mm -hmm. And where there's division of the highest order that has the dominion over the earth, you've got problems. Mm -hmm. Because the earth is bound to be subject to Adam. Mm -hmm. That's the way God created it. Created us. The purposes. But when we start fighting... There's a death angel. When we start fighting, there is a Lucifer. 
When we start fighting, there's the king of Persia, I believe it is. When we start fighting amongst ourselves, there's nothing good that comes out of that. Nothing. Nothing good comes out of that. Because division, a house divided, cannot, will not stand. We need an agent of reconciliation. Agent in personage, but agent also in means, a way to reconcile. And that would be the Holy Spirit. That would be Jesus Christ. Yes, but that's why I ask you if animals have spirits. So let me ask you, are you just so I can be clear, the are you saying that Christians and obvious I shouldn't say obviously, but um, just for our listeners' understanding, I guess, for my own understanding, uh, Christians and non Christians alike can be the death angel? I think yes. I think it depends on your choice. Right. And I think as you grieve the Holy Spirit, it would be really nice if it were... I don't know if it would be nice because salvation is premised upon the... But for the sake of simplicity, it would be kind of easier. That's not nice. Easier to say, the minute you reject Jesus, it's over. And then we could just identify and purge. That's not how it works. That makes it harder, more difficult. And we need to be more perseverant. 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 In understanding... The Word of God, listening to the Holy Spirit, because we too could become part of the grieving of the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit is removed from this world, Mm -hmm. which He will be for a season, not from the persons, Mm -hmm. not the people that still might be in the world, whatever that number might be that is of the Lord, that would be the remnant that would be Mm -hmm. remaining. Mm -hmm. But when that's removed, the world goes to hell. The world starts to crumble and fall apart. Mountains shake, earthquakes, fires, famines, wars, pestilence. There's no answer coming. And then we begin to look for an answer because we know there's no answer. Why? Because we have gotten to the precipice. Is that the word? Precipice. Precipice. Is that the word? You're the English person, English major, (laughs) of death, the ultimate cliff, Mm -hmm. and we're Mm -hmm. about ready to jump off. Mm -hmm. It's happening. It's going to take place. We're all going to get to the end of ourselves and our civilization cumulatively, Mm -hmm. and we're going to say, is there really a Jesus? Mm -hmm. Is there really, may not even say, is there a Jesus? We're going to say... Is there a way out? Mm -hmm. This world is looking so awful, so horrible. Is there a way out? Mm -hmm. And you know, in that moment, I don't like the idea of it. In a counseling context, we look for people to hit bottom because when they're at that point where at the end of themselves and everything they tried to do except Jesus, Mm -hmm. except the word, we love it in some ways because they're ready. Mm -hmm. But at that moment... Even in an individual's life, for the sake of simplicity and parsimony, everybody gets to that moment. Are you going to accept, even on your deathbed, mm-hmm. or are you going to push this thing over the cliff? Mm-hmm. Precipice. Precipice. Is it going to go over the cliff? And if it goes over the cliff, then there's going to be casualty, mm-hmm. and we're going to be looking for somebody to keep us from, but nobody can. But that's what will be most vulnerable. We have itching ears mm-hmm. to listening to all kinds of sweet talking, 
I'm going to fix it. Mm -hmm. One world order. It's all going to come together. We can do this. You just have to, you have to humble yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to humble yourself or bow a knee to Baal mm -hmm. <laughs> or, mm -hmm. or um, any such of those kind of gods, mm -hmm. then we're going to make you. You're going to get pushed off the cliff. And then that's where the remnant begin to become persecuted. Mm -hmm. Because we're not going to bow and eat a bail. Right. Because we're not going to give in to that. We're not going to, but there's going to be so many that I, earlier, a couple minutes ago, I just kept thinking, believing a lie. We're going, I mean, even Christians to a point, but then there's a point where we wake up and realize, oh, you know, we're believing a lie. But there's going to be those that don't ever come to that. They don't have the Holy Spirit in them to sort of awaken them to the realization they're believing a lie. They will just keep going and following that, and then that just leads to death. So what if I told you... Okay. This is as bold as I've got. <laughs> this may be dangerously bold, right? This is like that margin between sanity and insanity. At least okay. to some. Wow. Except that I would have confidence, okay. courage, right. out of my faith, my confidence to say right. this. Okay. What if I were to tell you I could reveal to you the son of perdition. I could reveal to you who the beast would be. I could reveal to you in those abomination or desolation, mm -hmm. abomination of desolation sort of terms. Mm -hmm. If I could this very day, it may take two podcasts, if I could either part A or part B, if we should go to B, there's a lot here, yeah. tell you who that was so you would know, so you would not be necessarily, it would never, it still wouldn't be easy, it wouldn't be, wouldn't it be nice? It wouldn't be easy or nice because there's all kinds of horrible things attached to this, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But you could see the difference between those that were of the devil, those that were of God, the sheep and the goats are divided. If I told you I could do that this very day in concrete, literal words, concepts, I could point to it, what would you say? I want to make sure I understand what you say you can point to. Are you saying that you can point to... Antichrist. The, that was my question. To who... Now, some people say, I want to interject this before I answer your question. Some people say the spirit of the Antichrist. It's the Antichrist. Is here. It's the Antichrist. But the Bible. The devil roams to and fro. Right. And the, but the Bible also speaks of a person. Now, is that going to be symbolic? It's the Antichrist. Yeah. I could tell you. Okay. So, all right. Then let's hear it. <laughs> Already have. <laughs> Okay, us. Is it's that, a death angel. That's death. one aspect of it. It's a death angel. Already have, yeah. It's us. Already have. It's the body of Christ versus the body of Satan. And the body of Satan, we look at the Mount of Transfiguration and we understand that, Peter, James, and John. Right. We understand that because Jesus, this is all prophetic stuff. I mean, Jesus, this all ties together in the Word. If you know the Word, it all ties together, folks. Okay. Read the Word. Mm -hmm. 
I don't, I'm not professing that I could tie it all together in the way that would help you the most. And I'm sure I'm going to run into, I already have, a lot of walls and it'll get worse before it gets better, Carol. So you better, you, do you on. have your hard hat on? Buckle up. <laughs> do you have, because we do not do workers' comp, right? You're not going to get compensated for any injury or Rats. damages. Yes, caused by your boss. Okay. Transfiguration, Mount of Transfiguration. Yeah, Jesus. Okay. Was transfigured. Right. Flesh to spirit, but we know he was spirit to flesh. Right. But the devil does the same thing. What was otherwise a blessing, the spirit of God in the devil became then Satan. The angel of light became the angel of darkness. Okay. Not because, again, I think that we are necessarily anything but born into original sin, the concept of it. Again, the soul sets us up. God had a purpose or he wouldn't have given us a soul. He knew all this was going to happen. Right. So it's not, and that's the great, again, the great mystery, but we all have some say in it. Mm-hmm. Right? But if that's the case, and that's not evolution, but that's kind of that concept of how did God bring that into material dimension and how did he out, out of material dimension bring that awareness of, of himself, of Jesus, take the human dimension, because soul is even developed. I mean, that's what our business is. Mm-hmm. You and I know what that's like. I know we're born with a soul, but the formation of that and the definition of that in material terms, we watch it mm-hmm. when we work with children and kids you know we talk about it all the time that's how it's kind of people get all corrupted by the world and the worldly that's how satan attacks in youth mm-hmm. traumas misunderstandings the brain's not fully developed we right. can't comprehend it we're operating so we have to confabulate come up with stories and narratives to mm-hmm. explain it which should all go into Jesus. I mean, eventually, all of those narratives need to be brought into reconciliation mm-hmm. to the message of Christ. Mm-hmm. And why the message of Christ? Because God put Jesus, His only begotten Son in material dimension, mm-hmm. only begotten because we know Lucifer was not of God He was. But He was the prodigal that didn't come home. Mm-hmm. He's the prodigal that took all that and just stayed out in the pig pen. He's the prodigal that wants you to never come back or never claim your inheritance. Mm -hmm. He wants to trick you out of it, but he also wants you to be part of what he's using to destroy everything he possibly can. I don't know at this point if there's any reason, again, I think of it in time, chronology, Mm -hmm. that the devil would have any hope of defeating Jesus. But who knows in terms of God and spiritual, you know, time doesn't apply. But we know God wins. We know Jesus comes again. Mm -hmm. And Jesus defeated him when he was resurrected the first time. Overcame the grave is Mm -hmm. what I want to say. Mm -hmm. So the devil doesn't win, but he's still doing that now. And then he's putting us against each other, just like he did Adam and Eve, creating division Mm -hmm. so he can... Take us. 99, go after the one. So we can be the death angel? We'll become part of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They will. There'll be people who will crucify you. There'll be people who, literally, they will, I believe that. You will be as the disciples. You will be as the disciples. Subject to that. I don't know that we'll all go that way. Mm -hmm. Some might end up on the Isle of Patmos. Which is really what Jesus in the last chapter of John was talking. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, who knows what's going to happen to John? Who knows what's going to happen to Peter? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? 
John makes a point of that. Although John did not know that at the time, but John makes a point of that. There's different ends, but it's still that same persecution. Right. And we're going to suffer that. We're suffering it now. Mm -hmm. This is just the beginning. Yeah. We're, we're not there. But we need to be aware so that we don't, those that are left, fall prey to the, I guess, trickery mm -hmm. of the devil. So that's why I'm going to say, I've already begun to show you. The Word has shown you. I mean, just read the Word. God's revealed it. Mm -hmm. I'm not Daniel. Mm -hmm. Right? You can say yes. <laughs> yes. But I don't have to be. I just have to know he's already given me the word. Mm -hmm. But I am Daniel because he's given me the word in the same way he did Daniel. I don't know that I've spoken to Gabriel. I don't know that I've spoken to Michael. I'm not even sure that in a personage sort of way, the way Daniel does, mm -hmm. I don't even know that I've spoken to Jesus. Although I believe he spoke to Jesus, the angel of the Lord. Right. But I do believe that in that same way that Daniel knew what the visions were about, mm -hmm. I know what the visions are about. Mm -hmm. Is that too bold, too confident? No, I was thinking Revelation. I mean, there's it's lots of there. things, and it's all there for us to read. So it's not, it's not that we don't have an idea or a concept. And even though people get tied up in it and, you know, what's symbolic and what's not, the basic premise is there. And I just told my son the other day, I said, um, Connor, there's going to be a day when Bibles will probably be outlawed and you probably won't be allowed to have one. And he was like, but how could they do away with something that's, um, you know, so uh, like a strong, like a belief that's been around for so long and, and just, you know, like this premise of like a worldwide concept and, you know, basically like doing away with religion or something like that. And I said... They won't do away with religion. I said, it's, it's that. I understand what you're saying. I said, but they will want to do away with even the thought of it. So, you know, we're going to be in the United States. We're going to start to be like China and have, you know, churches underground. I said, but the point is, Connor, is that we need to hide his word in our heart because there's going to be a day when we don't even have a Bible and we're going to have to know things for ourselves even if we're you know, persecuted and driven underground and, and whatever that looks like. And, you know, we discussed, um, you remember when the Left Behind series came out and, and people have different opinions about that, but it definitely brought a draw or an awareness that there's going to be an end. <laughs> and the Bible does tell us a lot about what that's going to look like. Well, I think we've got a foretaste of that. Mm -hmm. I believe that's King James. A foretaste of that <laughs> of course with COVID-19. Mm. It's not it. Right, right. But, but it's a yeah. foretaste. Mm -hmm. So if God's still working as much the devil would be working to the ultimate destruction of any individual and then cumulatively all individuals right. and then whatever damage he can do. It's the Tower of Babel stuff. Right. It's the same. It's the Tower of Babel principle. It's a applied. worldwide thing. Yes, I mean, but applied. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. in times. But that's why God had to do what he did, confound them mm -hmm. in the Tower of Babel mm -hmm. because that was premature. It was mm -hmm. too soon. Right. But we're seeing the fruition of that now. It's all coming together around a central premise. And what's the premise? Mm -hmm. Again, we said that. The standard is everybody is awakened to the fact there's no redemption coming out of humanism. Mm -hmm. There's none. We're not going to change the environment. 
We're not going to stop wars. We're not going to stop famines. Politicians have lied to us years over years, decades over decades. Mm -hmm. Throughout history, a promise is made, and none of that has stuck. And the end of all of that, if it's not attached to God, if it's not in that way, the Spirit of God, in human soul, and human dimension solely, is going to end up in death. People do this on an individual basis, and I'll try to tie the counseling since this is what we're supposed to be talking about. But that's really how people come in to see us. They've bought into this, and they know this is not right. How do they know it's not right? Because it's making them sick. Spiritually, they're sick. Emotionally, they're sick. They've believed the lie. They believe the lie. And if somebody doesn't come along, which is what we do in counseling, mm-hmm. and highlight the truth right. and could do it as boldly as I'm going to try to do it over the next two podcasts, I think. Might okay. be able to do it one, but at least today's podcast, maybe next week's podcast. Mm-hmm then I'm just going to try to let them know. But I'm always going to say, but you know, you read this for yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not just my revelation. It's God's revelation to us all. But you have to do that Daniel thing. You have to get it individually in whatever context. We said that last podcast, it's the individual God works through the individual. It's unique in that. But he wants to use you. To further this, two or more gather together in his name. But the same principle, Antichrist, Mm -hmm. works with the devil. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to the lies, if the propaganda, (laughs) if everything you're hearing on television, Mm -hmm. that you're watching on TikTok, that you're tuning into on YouTube, Mm -hmm. is telling you, I'm driving over and listening to the radio, which seems relatively harmless. It's a classic station. I won't say what kind of music it is. But I'm hearing, uh, talking about Indeed or what are those jobs? It may not be Indeed. It may be Recruiters.com, whatever it is. Yes. But Victor, or whoever the person's name is, is having trouble hiring enough people to put solar panels on the south side of his city because, and they didn't say this, but this is the message, because he's a social justice worker, and he's ethnic, by the way, and he's going to save you. These solar panels on the roof of your homes, because he's going to convert the entire city, south side of the city, to this, and he needs ZipRecruiter or Indeed or whatever it is. He needs that to get his people. No. I'm not saying he's the devil or that Mm -hmm. they're the devil. Mm -hmm. But I am saying that's the stuff you're listening to. No, that is not going to answer the problem. Now, if he was a Christian and there was Bible verses Mm -hmm. and that I understood that in context of the Holy Spirit, I might believe some of that. But Mm -hmm. Jesus has not come to me in any vision and told me he's going to build solar panels or windmills in the ocean or going to stop fossil fuel to save the world. Or he's going to cost me and you wealth redistribution. We're going to take all our money and we're going to float it to Ukraine. We're going to float it to these other places so we can redistribute the wealth in George Soros sort of fashion. Mm-hmm. Social engineering. He didn't come to me and say that. That sounds way too complicated for God. Mm-hmm. At least my best understanding. What he's told me is there is one vision. Right. It's throughout the Bible. Right. Who speaks it best? Dave. <laughs> Not Dave. Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel speaks it the best. Mm-hmm. And that's why I can say with all boldness, I can tell you who the Antichrist is. Hmm. Very interesting. 
And I, I don't know if I told you that or not, but I've always been kind <clears> of <throat> fascinated um, by that time period. I don't know why, I just always have been. And there's a lot of things that, I, you know, I don't understand about it, but I do know one thing that it's not as complicated, like you just said, and it made me think of that. I can't remember the acronym for it, but it's the social score that China's already using, and apparently Fortune 500 companies are already using it, but it's kind of hush-hush, but it's going to be brought to life. The, well, there's a bank in Australia that well, you cannot purchase a car through that bank at a loan if it's not electric because it shows up on your credit reports whether you're, you've got this EG score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's it, and I, I just... I. I understand it, but I don't understand it, but I understand it in the simplicity that it has to go that direction. That's And that's what I meant to the gentleman yesterday. It has to go that direction, the spirit of the Antichrist. and The death angel. Peop, the death Lucifer, angel. Lucifer. And, and incarnate. They incarnate. They don't get that. Brought you know, into they, flesh. Yeah, or they think you're just a doomsday. Because that's what I started out, though. I, I started that today because I knew. <clears throat> I know. This is what we're going to yeah. get. That's why I talked yeah. to you about workers mm -hmm. cop and hard hats. Yeah. This is what we're going to get yeah. because I'm going to sound like a loony. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I kind of, you know, got to look, you know, like, what? And, and, I, and in my mind, I'm like, this is scripture. <laughs> I mean, I'm not crazy. This is what it They're says. They're going to look at you like you're a loony. Mm-hmm. Well, they a denier. Right. You're they in a fantasy like, world. You know, they don't want to hear it, but that's the truth. Don't you understand that we're having an existential crisis of epic proportions? Right. And even the the good people, I'm doing air quotes, the, the good people, um, Dr. Living Good, I don't know if you've ever heard mm -hmm. of him or not. That's his real name, Living Good. And I was watching some of his videos yesterday, somebody recommended him to me, and I was looking at it. And he had a, a page that linked all his recommendations to Amazon. And while I should tell our listeners I don't know him personally, I don't know anything about him, I was just looking at the information provided, but it was all natural, all organic. Everything was, you know, from God, basically. I mean, <laughs> there's no impurities. And, of course, it had a price tag to go along with it. Uh, but in my mind, I was looking at all this stuff, and I thought, what f what for? And I, I don't want our listeners to think, you know, we just need to stop, like you said, the windmills and all this stuff. It's not that I, I think we should just pitch it all and say forget it. Science denier. But, yeah, I, I just... I kind of was like, am I going to switch my whole life around so that I can well, there's, save the planet? There's no need to because you're right. It's all going to end in death is what right. you said. But yeah. it's not our death and it's not going to be to the total destruction of the earth because right. we have a promise of God. He's not going to do that. And we have a Savior that's coming. Right. But it's not going to be humanistic. It's not going to be science. It's not going to be evolution in the way of Charles Darwin. Mm -hmm. It's going to be what John the Baptist John the Revelator, not Baptist, but John the Revelator mm -hmm. yeah. was showing us in the book of Revelation on the Isle of Patmos. Mm -hmm. But it's, John confirms it, the Revelator. Mm -hmm. But it's Daniel that sealed it. John just broke the seal to confirm it. Do you see right. what I'm saying? Because right. John was living maybe in the beginning of the end times. Jesus has already come, he's left, and he's going to come again. But the minute he left, the clock. Right, exactly. Yeah. Starts ticking. Yep. And we're moving fast. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then he's going to show up. The precipice. Precipice. Mm -hmm. yeah. The precipice. Because all of this movement is going to take us no place but to the end of all of that evil that puts us ahead of God. Mm -hmm. God didn't put us ahead of everything on earth so that we could then think we're ahead of God. Right. Exactly. But what he does say is, I think, I believe that you'll make a good choice in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And in the end, even if there's corruption as with evidence of Satan, the Garden of Eden, and continuing to this day to manifest and to expound, to evolve. Right. Maybe that's it. Maybe evolution, if we look at it in a Charles Darwin sort of context, that's what it's going to get is death. If we look at that in a Christ context, it's not called evolution, it's sanctification. Mm -hmm. But in that same way... So evil evolves. Yes, but in that same way, the human that was evil, mm -hmm. at least had the potential for evil, they had to make a choice between right. good and evil, right. can then otherwise be transfigured, mm -hmm. transformed into the image of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Christ, get it, and Antichrist. Can I go here? Yeah. But as for me... Where are we at? I'm not going to tell you. But as, I'll tell you after a okay. But as for me, this secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have more than any living, but for the sakes that shall, or for their sakes, that shall make known the interpretation to the king, and that thou mightest know the thoughts of thy heart. Thou, O king, sawest, and behold, a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. The image's head was of fine gold, his breast and his arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet part of iron and part of clay. Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay and brake them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away that no place was found for them, and the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This is the dream, and we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. Now, do you know where this is at? This is at? Daniel? Yes. Chapter 2. Start with verse 30. Now, can I read the interpretation? Mm -hmm. And this is all here. I mean, I sounded like I was crazy, but it's all here. Okay. Thou, O king, art a king of kings, for God, or the God of heaven, hath given thee a kingdom, power, and strength, and glory. Death angel. And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field and the fowls of the heaven hath he given unto thine hand, and hath made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold. After and after thee shall arise another kingdom in fear to thee, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things. And as iron that breaketh all these shall it break in pieces and bruise. And whereas thou sawest the feet of toes, feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, but there shall be in it of the strength of the iron, for as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay, and as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men." 
but they shall not cleave one to another division, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom, which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, for it shall stand forever." For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof sure. Then the king Nebuchadnezzar fell upon his face and worshipped Daniel, and commanded that they should offer an oblation and sweet odors unto him. Daniel chapter 2, 30 through 46. Now, I'd love to read every word to you because you're going to miss something. I'm going to try to present it. I'm going to try to give it in fullness. But I can't remember everything. My brain doesn't even work as good as it used to. I couldn't even remember Charles Darwin earlier in the conversation. I had to punt to you to get my brain working so I can remember where that came from. Mm-hmm evolution and survival of the fittest. But my point is this. I may be a busted up vessel at this particular point, but I know the Holy Spirit isn't. Mm-hmm. But all you got to do is read His Word. Now, people read that and say, well, Daniel was awesome. And I think I teased a bit about that last podcast. Is, I'd love to be Daniel. I, yeah. I, but I always get them wrong. <laughs> my human interpretation. Yeah. But I don't know that most people realize that the book of Daniel, Daniel didn't claim that for himself. Even in this passage, he says, I'm not doing this for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm no different than anybody else. I just know where to go to get my answer. Mm -hmm. But what we don't get at the earliest part of Daniel, the book of Daniel, earliest chapters, we get in the later chapters, latter chapters. Daniel had a literal audience again with Gabriel. Mm-hmm. He had an audience with Jesus, mm-hmm. angel of the Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. He heard the voices conversing. But Daniel, this is his first go at it. This is his first presentation right. of what not only would happen at the end time, but this is the first revealing of who the Antichrist is, at least for me, in terms of... Well, he says in verse 28, but there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. And that's so he what, makes it very plain. It's not it's me... Right. It's in the Word. It's God. It's in the Word. Mm -hmm. I don't own the Word. Connor's right. How can they take this away? They're going to take it away from you. Right. Because they don't want you having the Word. Because the Word is is false science. It's Mm -hmm. you're a denier. Mm -hmm. The Word is for all Mm simple-minded people. Mm -hmm. The Word is for folks who otherwise really don't understand. we got to do this. It's an existential crisis. Mm -hmm. It's you. You screwed up. All of us. And that's probably true. All of us. But the answer isn't all of us. Right. We're shifting blame. Mm -hmm. You screwed it up. No, you screwed up. No, you screwed it up. Mm -hmm. And then fighting and division. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've got an answer. No, I've got an answer. exactly. And we know there's no answer Mm -hmm. because they're not doing it God's way. And God's way is never about division except except for this purpose. Mm -hmm. That's all that scattering. Mm -hmm. The first scattering is humanism. As the beast is (laughs) destroyed. Mm -hmm. The rock starts to hit it. The second scattering, though, I do believe is of the Holy Spirit. 
And that will then begin to, as he begins to become stronger and outpouring. We know that book of Revelation. Mm -hmm. He's moving right now. Mm -hmm. All believers should already be sensing that. Mm -hmm. If you're not having dreams and visions, then you're not sleeping. (laughs) You're asleep at the wheel. You're not really sleeping. You're not resting in the Lord, I guess I should say. Because if the dreams and visions are going to come, they're going to come now. The Bible says that. Right. And with that, you should be in your word. Because mm-hmm. you need to know what this is all about. Because it's right there. Yeah. It's right in the word. Mm-hmm. But if you don't read it, if you just get it through somebody else. Mm-hmm. Again, I've confessed. I'm human. I'm sure your pastor, whoever your pastor might be, is going to feel the same way. Daniel felt the same way. Mm-hmm. But you need to go to primary direct source mm-hmm. for this. Right, right. Yes, because anything else that's going to fail, break, dissolve, however it was manifested, it's, it's not going to last. And I remember, you might laugh at me, but <laughs> our listeners might find it humorous, but it was very serious to me, and it was probably a couple years ago, and there was a music video. People still remember what music videos are. I don't know. <laughs> that was a Christian singer. And he had a song that um, talked about um, the Lamb and the Lamb of Christ, the sacrifice. And the video was a little bit, you know, different than the actual song in that the video depicted in um, times, and it depicted a time when, you know, Bibles were going to be seized and people were going to be forced to do things, and you know, people were going to be put in jail and they're going to be persecuted. And it was a father kind of talking to his son about this and was like, this is what's going to happen. Well, it already has happened. Right. But I wanted to convey that to my children. And, you know, of course, I can pull out the Bible and say this, but to show them a video and kind of like, this is sort of what I'm talking about. That's the abomination of desolation. And yes, and it was very serious to me. And, you know, and (laughs) when you're not... When you're not there, when you're not um, focused on that, when you're not thinking about that, when you're a teenager or a kid, you know, you're not thinking end times. But I'm trying to prepare them for that. And so I showed them this video and I was like, this is what I'm talking about. This is what's going to happen. And in the end, um, you know, the dad was taken away to be killed. And then the son was left and now he had the word and he had his dad's Bible and and it was up to him to sort of you know, process all that, like you said, and make it ours. It can't be external. It has to be internal. Well, it's the Spirit of God. Right. And you even can't survive on anything Everything alive it. has it, but we have the capability, as with a human dimension of soul, mm-hmm. to either choose to align ourselves or not. Right. And, and in that, that is the abomination of desolation. That's when the uh, Antichrist will sit on the throne. That's when he'll hijack all those things that are of Christ, yeah. that God created us for, mm-hmm. fellowship with him mm-hmm. in Jesus. And he'll try to insert himself, yeah. steal that from Jesus, right. which is what it's all about. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the intention. Mm-hmm. is to steal the devil, I believe. The Original Bible intimates yeah. that's yeah. the devil's to be intention. Like God. Yes, yeah. to be like God. But it is also that unpardonable sin. It's blasphemy of the Holy Ghost. Rejection. And it will go there, but it's already gone there. Because Daniel, that's what happened during the exile. That's what happened. That's what Isaiah, Jeremiah, and then even so, contemporary Daniel, 
They were all working together through the Holy Spirit to preserve the remnant. Mm -hmm. Now you say, oh, well, that wasn't in time because here we are. No, but it's simple. Mm -hmm. This is what it looks like. Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar was the beast. Mm -hmm. Was he the beast? No. But there will be others that follow. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get into that here in a moment. More detail. Again, Daniel was just given up very broadly, very generally. But even Nebuchadnezzar realized. Mm -hmm. He worshipped Daniel. He should be worshipping God. But even he realized. And then Daniel said, uh, you don't worship me. Worship God. And I think Nebuchadnezzar got a bit of that. But he did turn into an animal. That's interesting, right? Lost his soul. Then came back. Out of a prophecy again mm -hmm. of Daniel. Or at least prophetic interpretation of a dream that Nebuchadnezzar had. It's prophetic in the sense it happened, was to happen, but Nebuchadnezzar had it in him. He understood it. But my point is this. That wasn't it, but that's it. That's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the prophetic element of it or aspect of it. That's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. But there's even more. I love how you say it. But there's more. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> there's more. Because Daniel does get into specifics. Mm-hmm. He gets into specifics as to what that even means, and then it's sealed. Again, we may not get to that in the podcast. We won't in the podcast day. But if our listeners will come back next week, right. yeah. I can tell you the even more. I hope you do. <laughs> but that idea, though, is the specifics are important because they're relative. Now, again, Daniel's doing what any human would do. He's doing it based on what he knows and what his experiences are. So he's speaking to the particulars of that specific situation mm -hmm. of the exile and what he's seeing happen. And then also the prophetic word of them returning and reset. But that's not it. Mm -hmm. And then that's where Daniel really gets troubled. Because I think Daniel probably could have accepted that a little better. He did. Then just the simple fact that all of a sudden he began to realize this is everybody. This isn't just us. Mm -hmm. This is all the world that this is explaining, or this is going to, this prophetic word is going to apply to in that way. Well, and Nebuchadnezzar, you said it, he's the, I mean, he said, you know, here's my image, bow down, and if you don't, you're going in the furnace. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> that's pretty straightforward. And, it's not just Nebuchadnezzar. That's the thing, is that he's just an example, just a, a, um, a help me here. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is an example, but it's the clock. Yeah. And God only knows, he gave us time, so he only knows what that is, but it's for our own redemption, our own reconciliation, our own salvation. But, mm -hmm. right. Until we're at the precipice. Mm -hmm. And we're at the precipice now. Yeah. It's not archaic or historical only, right. although you could look back and say, well, that's a long time ago and we know much more and look where we are now. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, but all that's been revealed since then is just more details. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to say about even Daniel. He has, he's going to tell us how he knew that, how he, how he got that interpretation, I believe, mm -hmm. what I'm about to read. But this idea, though, is it's just more details. And then when he finds out, as I said, made him even sicker, the full complement of that, mm -hmm. to know what all this is really about, it had to be sealed up because it wasn't for that time. Right. 
It took mm -hmm. a bit of time, yeah. within time for that to happen. Mm -hmm. But we're here. We're, we're at the of that. And Daniel had to seal it because <laughs> it would have been premature. Mm -hmm. We're still, God's still struggling with us. Mm -hmm. He still wants to redeem us. Right. He wants us to hear things like this. He wants to know His Word is sure. He wants you to read it. He mm -hmm. wants you to go there. And if you go to counselors, He wants your counselor to tell you, mm -hmm. read the Word. Right. Read the Word. Right. You have no excuse for not reading the Word. Mm -hmm. If you say you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior and He's the living Word, read the Word. No, I just, I just live in the New Testament. Well, you better go to the Old Testament so that you'll understand the fullness of the Word. If you don't, you'll begin to think... And I think that's where, again, even given that, the devil mm -hmm. was defeated mm -hmm. when Jesus came. But given that, he's still manipulating people because, oh, well, it's already happened. And look, we've already been enlightened. And look, you know, we've already gotten past our 11th birthday. And now we're 12. And we've accepted Jesus. And now we're 14. And, but we don't read the Word anymore because we really don't need that because all of that's been settled because that was really only a fabrication of mm -hmm. the mind. You know, it's some archaic human dimension that came from a, a, an evolutionary standpoint of when the world was much cooler and much meaner and it's survival of the fittest in that way. Kill or be destroyed. Kill or be killed. Destroyed. That's in all of us. If there is any evidence that we made God use the same constitution for humans that He did for animals, we could resort to that. Believe a lie. Or just believe that it's kill or be killed. Survival of the fittest. And, that, and take it and make it happen. And it's going to be our way. And if you don't like it, we're just going to kill you. And we're going to crucify you. We're going to persecute you. And we're going to throw you. There's no love and mercy, no grace, forgiveness, nothing in that. No word of God in that. But we need to realize that is the human dimension without sanctification, without salvation and sanctification. That's the human dimension when you grieve the Holy Spirit. That's book of revelation in times. Daniel was getting a taste of that, or at least being told what that looked like. And he was given Nebuchadnezzar. Maybe Nebuchadnezzar got the taste. Daniel got a little bit more of the meal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But even that's too biblical, right? He's not going to eat the meat or the food or the king. Right. He's only going to eat the word. Mm -hmm. What God told him. Hmm. Whew, that's a lot. <laughs> so I was going to go to Daniel. I'm not going to tell you where because people get ahead of me. Okay. And, and I don't know that I want to do it for dramatic effect, but I think I like when people have a blank mind or no, don't yes. know where it's going yeah. so that when I present it, they're not already prejudiced against it. They've not had time to build a stronghold against it mm -hmm. as if I've not given them enough. But I do believe if they'll come back mm -hmm. for the next podcast, I'm going to tell them more specifics. Mm -hmm. And then I am going to, in the same way the Bible does, the same way that God revealed it to Daniel, I'm just going to read them so that they'll know descriptively so, literally so, mm -hmm. tangibly so, read them the personage of the Antichrist, mm -hmm. the devil, so you'll know it. Mm -hmm. Not only will you spiritually discern that, but you'll be able to identify that. Mm -hmm. And you'll know where you are. And you'll know where we are. And if you don't believe me that we're on the precipice, yeah. then hopefully after the next podcast, you might give some additional consideration and come to a realization. We may, Jesus may not come tomorrow, but 
it's, it can't go on much longer because death is the standard. Let me ask you a question. Somebody told me, and I want to ask you what you would say to that person. <laughs> well, I think a lot of things have to happen before all those things can, can take place. I don't think we're there yet. I think the world has to get a lot worse. It's already worse, and it's already happened. And so the clicking, the ticking, clicking my fingers, click, the ticking clock mm -hmm. is speeding up. Mm -hmm. Time is accelerating. And you can say, well, that's horrible. Why is God doing that now? Well, for the sake of those who believe, it's going to be a redemption. What was otherwise seven years, is God in his mercy and grace decided we could only endure three and a half. Mm -hmm. I think that's it, yeah. the book of Revelation. Yeah. Same principle. Mm -hmm. God gave us time. He can figure out how much time. But why would you want to put people who do believe through any worse? Mm -hmm. And I challenge anybody, even that person that would ask that question. Who, who really loves Jesus, isn't grieved horribly right now? Mm -hmm. Who, anyone who loves Jesus, isn't feeling that feeling? Who, anyone who loves Jesus, mm -hmm. would not be praying for Jesus' second coming? Mm -hmm. Who, anyone who loves Jesus, is not praying for God's justice? Mm -hmm. Who, if anyone who loves Jesus, would not want the great awakening that we are promised, even in the book of Revelation. There'll be a coming to Jesus. There'll be a great harvest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to be part of that. But i got to get past this or I'll be like that person mm -hmm. that just said that. Because yeah. that's a trick of the devil. Right. I know. Jesus has already come. Well, it'll be a while. you got time. Nobody knows Another the day, day, time, season of your life where right. Jesus is second coming. Right. You don't. And there's a parallel there. Yeah. But I don't want to be caught without oil in my lamp. I do not want right. to be caught right. unprepared. I do not want, I want to be part of mm -hmm. the second coming. Mm -hmm. I am part of the second coming, Carolyn. Yes, absolutely. I'm the resurrected Christ. Mm -hmm. Not me personally, but I'm part of the body right. of Christ. Right. The bride. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a time? I don't remember. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm say I'm fairly young. I'll be 48 in October. There, I just told everybody how old I am. I don't remember a time where I've seen so many believers say how they wish Christ would come now, or, or you know, like how much long, you know, how much worse can things get before? I mean, I've never seen an outpouring of people talking about Christ's coming being soon as I have now. I mean, I, and maybe they have in another time period when I wasn't alive. But since I've been a Christian, since 1990 till now, so what is that, 32 years, I've never seen people talking about Christ coming as much as they do now. Well, there's more people, there's more need, there's more souls that need to be redeemed, there's more work but to it, be it's done. The world, I the mean, fields they're talking about are white how and ready the for, world is. Ready for harvest. Yes, yeah. and that's that's my point. Is that in the end we're going to have to understand that not in terms of death, but in terms of life. Mm -hmm. But we are the owners of that in worldly dimension. Mm -hmm. We have the words of life. We have what is needed to defeat the adversary. But if we don't accept and own up mm -hmm. and Try not to pretend like you're asleep or, or to fall right. into such a state of apostasy right. that you've just blasphemed, mm -hmm. blasphemed the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. 
you've lost your conviction. Yeah. What use are we? You know, we're salt and light. Right. If we've lost our savor. Yeah. We're, we're good for nothing. I don't think that they want delivered like, please come back now. I can't take it anymore. I think people are just no, recognizing no. like, oh my gosh. This no, is I'm talking like, about the one that says is a denier oh, yeah, of Christ, yeah. not a denier of science. Because I think Jesus and science are one and God and science are one yes, and same. absolutely. Denier of reality. Yes. But they're the one that's living in darkness. Can you yes. tell our listeners a little bit about how to reach us if they want to? Yes, and we hope you want to. We'd love to talk to you. Um, give us a call, 304-528-9220, or you can email us at covenants.llc1 at yahoo.com. You can go online to covenantsonline.com, or you can follow us where we post links to this podcast and all of our previous ones, which, by the way, did you know this is number 70? Mm, yes, I know. Of course you do. <laughs> is there anything I could tell you that you don't know? Um but if you didn't know, David Clay, Dave, as he likes to go by, is extremely smart. So I I fall short many times on our yay. podcast. Just call me yay or yeah. I have not heard that. But I uh, was looking at our podcast the other day, and I was like, hmm, we've done 69. Maybe I'm getting, like, you know, actually decent at this. <laughs> so you go to our Facebook page under Covenants, and you can find our podcast there. So, I don't like necessarily cliffhangers. Yeah. But this podcast, there's just way too much. And mm-hmm. I, I want to do it justice. And yeah. I want to make sure if we're going to say this, right. we're going to be judged by this. Mm-hmm. I just would want to be able to not speed it along or rush it along. Right. So, I apologize to any podcast listeners that don't like cliffhangers as well. <laughs> but I do want to invite you back to our next edition of What yes. is Covenants? Specialized Pastoral Care Services, Christian Counseling Ministry. With Carolyn Barnett and Dave Clay. And Carolyn, Yay. what should they do in the meantime? Be blessed. And pray a lot. <laughs> and read your Bible. We'll catch you next podcast.